0: Shavua Tov, everybody, and welcome to Parashat Bo. I recently started reading what's called the Big Book of AA, of Alcoholics Anonymous. The book is, at its core, a book on spirituality. In this book, you can find phrases like the grace of God, let go and let God, and surrendering to a power greater than ourselves. At first, this might seem totally puzzling. Almost every self-help book published today will tell you to get your act together, to take control of your life, to be the master of your own destiny. So why is it that the message of this book is so antithetical to so many popular messages of our time? And even more importantly, why is this philosophy proven to be so effective in helping alcoholics heal and quit drinking? I recently had a sudden realization of what the answer to this question might actually be. Alcoholics in general, you see, have a pretty common personality type, almost always. They are control freaks, they're people obsessed with maintaining control of outcomes in their lives, in relationships, in business, even in their hobbies, no matter what, they must maintain control. And with this sense of control, as you can imagine, comes a tremendous amount of pressure and stress. Nowhere in their lives can they just trust the process. If they want something done right, they need to do it themselves. And paradoxically, they're actually craving the opportunity to give up that control, to just be vibing freely with the world as it unfolds. And so they turn to alcohol, to a chemical which forces them to give up total control. And they're able to enjoy a brief respite from the tremendous responsibilities. The alcoholic has a God-shaped hole in his life. And the obvious solution provided by AA is to help these individuals find a higher power and thereby find peace in the ability to give up control, to let go and let God. In these last few parashiyot, we've been reading about the piece-by-piece toppling of a mighty empire. And not, su- not surprisingly, the head of this empire is a tremendous control freak. It's a man whose ego knows no bounds. Slowly but surely, Parol learns that there are some things that are beyond even his control. Even if he is the strongest man in the strongest empire on the planet. The education process is epic and stunning. From a divine perspective, the only way... To deal with an ego that is so enormous is to overwhelm it with forces well beyond its control. And I don't think par'a is really only to be read as an external character. Is there not a par'a living inside every one of us? A part of our ego that resists at all costs so many of the events unfolding in our lives? This is why the education process of Mitzrayim was not only for Parol on the Egyptians to be overwhelmed by a higher power, but it was equally so for Bnei Israel to learn about a part of their own psyches, the part that is always in need of control. Nowhere is this more clear than in the events of Makat Bechorot. A very odd image of God is presented here. We read about God as Hamashit, this destroyer. And it seems that a fundamental part of existence is this negative aspect of things. In order for God to be the creator, he must also be the destroyer. And during this time, like so much of the rest of Yitzhiat Mitzrayim, B'nai Israel are to surrender to what's happening, to submit completely to the juggernaut that is this force of divine destruction, and to acknowledge their powerlessness in its wake. And if they can do this, unlike those haughty Egyptians, their houses will be spared. So the lesson is eminently clear to B'nai Sometimes we encounter a force that's well beyond our control. And our only choice is to surrender to its power and to allow life to flow as it may. And beautifully, the same idea finds its crescendo and the next major event of our story, and the story, of course, Kiri Ati Suf, the splitting of the sea. But now let me ask you a question. What is it really that made Kiri Ati Suf so special? After all, we've already seen so many miracles in our story. The ten plagues, the miracles from Moshe to Paro. I think the answer is that this is the only miracle that was not foretold by God from the very beginning of the story. Up until the very last moment, Kiryati Suf was a total surprise. And therein lies its true greatness. The greatest events in our lives are not pre-planned. They're not under our control. They are spontaneous. Pre-planned events almost always are set up to let down our expectations. But surprises are just the opposite of that. And from all this comes a fantastic but ironic truth. True freedom comes when you are free not to control everything. When you are able to let go and trust the process. That is true freedom. True faith is not a belief in which you insist on a particular outcome. True faith is the ability in this very moment to give up control. As it says in the text, Hashem ilahem lachem and God will fight for you and you just be Silent. So this is the ultimate message of our entire drama. There is a time and a place for humans to exert their control over the events of our lives. But to be true agents of faith, we must internalize the difficult but freeing truth that so much of what happens to us is beyond our control. And what a relief that is. Imagine you could be absolutely sure that somebody would love you. You could give them a love potion. This is a robot. This is not a true love relationship. So hence all the symbols of the holiday of Pesach reminding us of the same truth. The Korban Pesach reminds us of the time we surrendered to God's providence and were saved despite all the uncertainty. The eating of the Matzah rather than Hametz reminds us that Pesach is a time where we do not intervene with human control just like we do not add yeast to the dough and cause it to rise. So overall, what exactly is God trying to teach us about our relationship with Him, both individually and as a nation? At the end of the day, there is free will and there are things we absolutely must control. But here's the key. Before we could receive the Torah and become agents of God on this earth, we needed to show that we understood the balance of control. Only to a people. Who demonstrated the willingness to give up control to God could be given the huge influence upon the destiny of God's world through the principles of the Torah. So I'll close with the famous AA Serenity Prayer God grant me the security, sorry, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Thank you very much and